rhythm life. Welcome to Rhythm Life Podcast. Today's guest is an R&B singer and songwriter based in London. In her bold and empowering songs, she often talks about the importance of self-love and confidence. During the pandemic, she focused on releasing new music and dominated radio airwaves across the country. Scylla Ray, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so, so much for coming. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I feel quite energetic today, actually. Oh. I took the week off. So, yeah, I'm good. Good. Really, really nice. So, um, yeah, you're probably getting ready to crack on with all your plans for this year. So oh, what my are gosh. your plans? Well, so I've been so fortunate enough to be uh, funded by Help Musicians Mobile Awards mm -hmm. and also Arts England National Lottery who've come around for the second time, which I'm so appreciative for. So thank you guys so much. Um, so now that we have that in place, it's pretty much just going to be another project. Um, everybody's like, oh, why don't you do an album and stuff like that? I'm like, I'm not Ooh. ready. <laughs> I, I just feel like I want to do an album, but not yet. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like there's so much work to do um, as far as just just still kind of getting out there, still feel, building a fan base, still kind of putting my name out there, um, testing the waters, everything's trial and error. Um, so yeah, there's definitely going to be an EP mm -hmm. um, with a few singles, so at least three singles and then an EP. Amazing. So, yeah, that's, wow. that's all of that is coming up. And the music I've been recording, um, in fact, I, we have the next single, which mm -hmm. I absolutely, I just adore it so much. So that, yeah, that's, that's oh, going to be coming soon. So yeah. can, can you, can you reveal a little bit of the secret, what the song is about or? Um, um, I will say musically, it's very musical now. So as far as just even the songs on the EP, mm -hmm. there's a lot of like instruments kind of like played organically so mm -hmm. it's not pure production as far as just kind of boop, 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 boop. it's like we actually had musicians come in and play guitars and Ooh, um, nice. yeah and drums and stuff like that so I think the next project is, project is actually very going to be very musical in a sense of like very organic mm. um with the next single again you know being an R&B artist I love my love songs <laughs> This is just, this era is just basically revolving around um, just experiences I've I've had this for you know 2021 just throughout the pandemic and stuff like that and just mm -hmm. you know navigating that um, mm -hmm. and also just kind of you know jumping into the world of relationships again and stuff like that so yeah 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 it's very, it's gonna be very interesting oh yeah. so how was how was the whole you know pandemic period for you yeah um, personally and musically. Musically, um, amazing. I, I, sometimes I feel guilty for even saying that because it, 
it was a hard, it was a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah. So I feel guilty for even saying that. Oh, you, you shouldn't. You should. You worked <laughs> extremely hard. Like honestly, hats yeah. off. Staying motivated mm-hmm. in a period where we were like locked at home, mm-hmm. snow events were going on, everything was yeah. cancelled. But yeah. yeah, you've done really, really well. So yeah. don't feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, do you know what? It gave me so much motivation. Um, which is funny because before the pandemic even hit, I, I just wasn't in the place where. I even knew what I was going to be doing mm-hmm. um, and I didn't feel motivated because I, did, I didn't have a plan. I did just didn't know what I was going to do, especially after having a child and stuff. So mm-hmm. for me, once that hit and I realized, oh my God, what am I going to be doing? I've got a child stuck at home and what's next, basically. That's yeah. when I really sat down and reevaluated everything. And I think it kind of gave me a broader perspective and it gave me time to think. Mm-hmm. And once I had that time, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And I just couldn't stop. It's like all the creativity was just kind of flowing out. So um, with that in mind and just kind of recording and making the last project that I had reconnected, it just felt good being able to be back in that zone. And it really inspired me. And I think because I just got back into that mind frame, so many things just started happening. Mm. Like the top of 2021 was just amazing. It Mm. was so much things that I achieved that I just felt like wow I would have never thought in a million years I could have so oh well yeah. done honestly well done you, you you've done amazing Thank but you. yeah like personally it must yeah. have been quite uh, I don't know being so busy and yeah. dealing with the pandemic and also you mentioned you have a baby yeah and uh, like how did you manage to uh. <laughs> make all of that work yeah <laughs> Even thinking back now, I'm just like, oh my God, this is crazy. Um, Personally, I think the biggest struggle that I had was obviously having a a toddler at home. Mm. Um, How old is your baby? Well, he's three um, now. So um, obviously during the time going two to three and stuff like that. It's It's little early stages and stuff like that. And just having to like figure out what I was going to do as far as just keeping him entertained at home, but still being able to work. There was a lot of late nights, basically, because I tried to spend my day just kind of, um, you know, catering to him and Mm -hmm. figuring out how I can still, you know, um, keep up with his development and making sure that, because I'm a single mom as well, so a lot. so tough, oh my goodness. God, I don't even know how I do it sometimes. Um, I see Scylla, <laughs> like, well done. <laughs> I don't know how I do it sometimes. Dude. But, um, yeah, just keeping up with his development and obviously figuring out what Nursery was saying as well because, you know, he, he wasn't able to go for mm-hmm. months. And um, they would obviously stay in... Well, Shout out to his nursery because they would stay in touch and stuff. They would call like every other week and stuff and be like, are you guys okay? Is yeah. he good? Um, do you guys need anything? Just let us know. We'll oh, send over. Nice. Yeah, they were really supportive. We'll send over like little activities and stuff that he could do just to keep him entertained and stuff. Because like, it's really, I'm telling you, it is so hard keeping a toddler stuck at home. It's just oh. like, <laughs> they just, they just want to be out. They want to be the part. They want to be out. They just, you know. Yeah. But yeah, just doing all of that was really difficult. Um, I, but so it just meant, you know, seven o'clock when he goes to bed, it will kind of be my little time to kind of figure out planning, you know, trying to get the EP together, figuring out how I was going to do the di- digital campaigns and the PR and stuff like that. And just getting them writing the music because at the same time, I do write my own songs, all of them. Oh, my goodness. So- Silla. <laughs> <laughs> writing the music as well. Oh, gosh. Um, 
Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And it was tough because literally when they opened everything back up, I think around September times 2020, that was when I had the opportunity to run to the studio now and just use up that month to record before they could lock us back down. So it was like, okay, <sighs> record, record, right. Okay, wait, lockdown again. Okay, sit still, everybody pause. A couple of weeks later, I was like, okay, this is open now. Oh, music production videos and stuff can open. And it was like using that time for me to run to a photography studio. Okay, photographers, makeup artists, everybody come, 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 quick, quick, quick. Yeah, oh, goodness. get it done. You're so so organized. I mean, yeah. you've got this. Like, even if you think like, <laughs> oh, God, it's so much. How am I gonna do this? You've got mm. this, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes it's just kind of like you just have to go with the flow. Yeah. Just have to figure it out. But COVID was definitely difficult because it was so unexpected. I think people yeah. just didn't really know whether we were gonna go into this and then back into another normal state and then lockdown again. And then it was just all over the place. But luckily, thankfully. Gods were on my side, and uh, <laughs> I was yeah. able to just get get stuff done when we were able to. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, if you are, if you went through such a difficult period, because like no matter like you've done extremely well, but Thank it you. is it sounds like I mean for it was difficult for everybody. Yeah. But especially you know. If you are a single mom, if mm -hmm. you want to be a musician, which is hard, like every single thing is tough on its own. Tough. And, yeah. and and you have a combination of all of that mm -hmm. and you manage manage it so well. And yeah. um, all I've noticed in the past like year on mm -hmm. like what, what you've got on your social media mm -hmm. and what, what you do, you grew exponentially yes. as, yes. A, as an artist. Yeah. So you know that's that shows you your your talent, your your strength, mm -hmm. uh, tenacity, right. and you know, like now the things are starting to look a little bit better from right. the like pandemic perspective. Yes, still you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Not not completely as it, as it was pre-pandemic, right. but it's not as bad as it was. Exactly. Um, your your son is growing, yes. <laughs> so hopefully, yep. you know, at least. I mean, uh, I I don't have children, but like mm -hmm. you know, at least from the perspective of like managing um, a, a child, it tends to be a little bit easier when the, as they grow older. Or yeah. maybe challenging in different ways. maybe less, slightly less time consuming. Let's put it that way. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, even with that. Um, Obviously, the older that they get, the more independent that they can't become. Um, so now he's at a stage where it's like, okay, he's he's toilet trained now. So it's kind of like, okay, mm -hmm. just go and use the toilet by yourself. I don't have to come and, you know, do all that. Um, and he's very independent as far as like, okay, if I let him kind of just go off on his own, like play on his own a little bit, then I can get on with a little bit and he won't bother too much and stuff yeah. like that. Even with like, okay, I'm making some dinner, I'll just sit down and eat it, go and eat it. So, or, you know, if I'm like, get dressed, Roshani will go and get his shoes and put his shoes on and he can dress himself now and stuff. So it's easier in that sense where I'm like, okay, cool. I don't yeah. have to like literally do every single thing for him, yeah. um, which is better for me. But again, I think to any like single parent listening to this, I think the best thing that you could do is pretty much set yourself up to where you don't have to be completely reliant. Like mm -hmm. for me, the most important thing was number one, having a house. Mm -hmm. For me, my child. Mm -hmm. Number two, having a car yeah. to get around. Like the car, the car thing for me is like the number one thing that I am <laughs> so happy. Like I have, I am so happy I can drive, I can get in my car and yada, 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 because 
it's it's a lot of work even before I had a car. It's just kind of like okay. Tell, come on, drag the child, get him, get on the bus, get on the train. Oh, oh my God, I have to take him to nursery. Da, 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 da. And then imagine if I have to drop him to nursery and then I have to make my way to the studio. Then it's like, okay, nursery's over there, studio's all on the other side of London. Yeah. And it's too much. And it's just like, I have to make sure I have to get back in time, pick him up. And I'm just like, no, I ain't got time for that. I need to get a car, get from A to B quick. Everything just becomes quicker now. Yeah. So being self-reliant, have my own house and just setting him up to where he has all the support that he needs and also having a base, a family support system. Yeah. Oh, I'm very yeah. lucky to have that to where it's like, okay, if I need to get stuff done and I need to pop out and do a show or an interview or whatever it is, even on Zoom, it's just like I've got people there. Yeah, so I'm very, amazing. very lucky. So, yeah. When I got, tell him enough, I don't need this no more. Stay in your grind, stay in your mind, you don't need this no more. I keep on telling them it ain't that deep. But I've been lying to myself lately. I've been looking for love, enough. Not here to feel they wanna see what I got. Enough, can't let them in. I keep on telling them it ain't that deep. But I've been lying to myself lately. Got me falling, got me Describe the situation of yourself as a musician and mm-hmm. being being um, uh, a woman. And is it is it any more difficult, easier, harder? I don't know. How? What's your take on it? Um, in all honesty, I feel like there's been so many conversations now as far as just like how the industry is, as far as just being a woman and stuff like that. And I think because so much more conversations have started coming up, that there's a there's starting to now be a lot more support like I'm an ambassador for the F-list music so mm. they are like a um, basically like a dictionary with just every sort of like female musician producer whoever you can yeah, think of in yeah. the industry so it's like if you wanted to work specifically with women you could literally go on the website and find mm-hmm. just all women yeah if that makes you more comfortable um you know, I've grown up in an industry where pretty much any majority of the people that I worked with were all male. And yeah, all, behind the scenes, it's like so male heavy. <laughs> male heavy. Like I, I could, I, I've never actually been in a room with another female writer. That's how crazy it is. Oh, wow. And I've done so many sessions. I worked with so many different um, producers and writers and session camps and stuff like that. And it's always predominantly been males. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time I've always felt like ah, not being taken as seriously mm-hmm. or kind of like oh you're there oh I like your little idea type of you know? oh yeah <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> the, the patronizing sense of it and stuff like oh, that dear. but um as far as being you know I think the main thing for me is just being a woman especially a black female artist doing R&B mm-hmm. is my more so my challenge because mm-hmm. I just felt like I, I just feel like it's just so much more harder Mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. because there's just again there's uh, the whole UK R&B conversation constantly going on but just mm-hmm. being a black female artist is just kind of like there's no uh how can I say this 
it just doesn't get the push and we don't get the recognition that we deserve. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. So mm-hmm. it's that battle yeah. as far as, you know, because even I'll give an example, like with radio plugin, I, when I had motives um, come out in 20, early 2021, mm-hmm. um, we were looking for radio pluggers because mm-hmm. we wanted to obviously get the single on national radio and stuff like that. And everybody that we approached, you know, there was even comments like, oh, this is a bit too R&B. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit really? too it's a bit oh, too gosh. left field R&B. Oh, we don't think this will work and yada, yada, yada. But I just thought to myself, you know what? At the end of the day, um, we I just went ahead and proceeded and just said, you know, we'll just do the radio plugin ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I've obviously got a manager too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had more success just being able to do that ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, definitely, you know, uh, there are certain music trends. And when yes. something is trendy, uh, all other music genres are being completely neglect- neglected. So it's almost like, oh, you don't follow the trend. But um, as a as a music consumer, mm-hmm. uh, I do feel like you know whatever is on the on the charts, it's it gets boring after a while. It's right. like it's not that because with with music uh, styles and genres, it's like you know sometimes you want to listen to something because you go through different emotions, and this is how music consumer relate to music. And if right. you put on on charts just like one kind of mood, it's almost like it tells you like. You have to always be, I don't know, happy uh, exactly. because I don't know now the it's summer. So <laughs> I mean, there is a tendency that you know in summer people get happier and they party a little bit more. Right. So you've got those summer uh, mm-hmm. summer songs, but it's never like like people do need different kinds of music. Like they do go through different kinds of emotions and and moods, and right. you know, one thing will get boring straight away exactly so and then and i realized that once we actually just went ahead and we did it ourselves that i don't know actually people do like this and it is the the you know going directly to the to the um you know the the programmers and the presenters themselves i was even surprised how much radio we even got Mm. and that, Mm. that just goes to show that actually yeah people do like something different and if it's not the usual everyday um, type of sound that's on that particular station they still might they still picked it up and they still yeah. played it and it still had its success that it deserved to have so yeah 100 percent. there's always people in the industry trying to like put you like put you in a box or just trying <laughs> yeah. to you know because of how Everywhere. they feel um and how they think things are gonna i, I just think it's, music is so subjective how can you predict how something how a certain type of song is gonna react it, to that yeah, you know yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, definitely, like people who do music as a as a as a business, they follow patterns. Right. But what happens with patterns? They are usually based on something that happened already. It's yeah. not necessarily tell you what's going to happen in the future. Exactly. And this is why there is like, you know, as an artist, you have to keep pushing for for your ideas, especially if you get positive feedback from the audience. That's right. the best sort of marker of of that. So what you do is exactly. right, is great, is fantastic. Uh, and then, you know, these ones who are following just, you know, algorithms, <laughs> then they every now and then they, they get uh, that little surprise and say, oh, no, we were wrong. Now nobody's listening to hip hop anymore. Right. Now everyone's would say I, R&B, exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. And I think R&B anyways, it, it's, it's, in, it's getting to a great place. 
Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many R and B artists who are like pushing the boundaries at the minute. Um, not not even just the UK R and B artists, just in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, Summer Walker's album that just came out. There's the, it did so well. Yeah. Like number one album. What? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. What so, are the other yeah. artists that you look up to? Um. Oh my God. There's so many. Um. Victoria Monet. There's. The Janae Aikos, Aaliyah, if we're talking old school type artists, there's Aaliyah, there's the Brandies. Mm-hmm. Still so much love Tony Braxton. Um, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah. love her so much. Um, yeah, Tamiya. Um, yeah, I, I try and tap into those um, influences and those roots and stuff. I mean, I did the cover um, for a few live shows and I did it for the BBC One Extra R&B One Take uh, performance and stuff like that because I just absolutely love them. That's where... That's where my inspiration stems from so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh great great and how how would do you see yourself in like say five years where would you like to get um musically artistically oh five years i would say i definitely want to already have some co- accomplishments by then i would definitely want to feel i feel like i want to have at least um some type of publishing where i've kind of written songs for other people as well mm-hmm. um I definitely want to have an album out too. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to be headlining a lot more um, and also have like my own personal tour. But mm-hmm. I also want to travel and go to the States as well. And yeah, finally, now we can go to America. <laughs> after how long? Literally. Yeah, year, year and a half or whatever is. Yeah, <laughs> However yeah. long the borders were shut. <laughs> I definitely want to travel. Like it's been in my my plans forever to just go to the states because there's so many amazing obviously that's where r&b originates from mm-hmm. so being able to work with some of the most classic greats like the the baby faces of the world and the dark childs and the you know the timberlands and stuff like that mm. uh, just to be able to work with those people to me that would be like okay i'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um and also just doing tours down there and just building just having an actual stable career I think that's that's the goal. I think that's especially as a, as an independent artist, that's what you work towards having a stable career that's functioning and you know that's that's that you built that's your yeah. foundation. So that for me is the most important thing. Yeah. yeah, and it will happen. It will happen. And um, yeah. yeah. Wow, you're so determined. And like, yeah, I can see you there. I honestly, oh, there's the you. you will get that. It's like you went through probably uh, the hardest. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> in 2021. It's like I can't even imagine doing all of that. What you've done. But, oh yeah. my gosh, you know what? As well, and I say like it's all still trial and error. Um, even having that that funding that I had for Mark's England National Lottery was the first time I ever had um, just like a pot of money that was there to be able to actually use. Um, and it was my first time even being able to handle such big a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was child and error. There was a lot of mistakes. <laughs> but you learn on mistakes. And to be honest, like there are so many people who are not d- doing anything just because they are afraid of, of the failure. But like, if you don't do anything, you don't progress. You just, exactly. you are stagnant. Exactly. So, you know, the every progress, there's nobody on this planet who's done everything right. You no. know, it's, so you only, you, you progress also whilst making mistakes because mm-hmm. they are learnings. Exactly. They? Yeah. So, you know. And I, I appreciate, I definitely appreciate all the mistakes that were, were made because, um, you know, everything we did back then kind of taught me 
moving forward now that we have now that I have a second opportunity to be able to do another project it's like okay I've learned from my mistakes and I know my strengths and my weaknesses and what mm -hmm. the areas that require the most more attention and what doesn't require attention and it's like moving forward now this next project I feel like I have a stronger backbone now and all the mm. even just the relationships that I built yeah, 100%. with everybody that um you know got familiar with me or even all the, the the press as well and just all the different people that I worked with moving forward I feel like I'm in a stronger position now mm -hmm. and it's like there's there's just other things that I want to do and, and focus on and, and craft on you know performance wise as well just being more into that and just learning more about what works for me being you know being a performer being live on, yeah. just live on stage and stuff like that and um yeah just it's just so much I'm really excited I'm really excited and and for me the biggest thing is growth oh yeah because I want to nice. keep growing I want to keep learning like I, I learn all the time like I just want to keep knowing more and just moving forward and just progressing and I I want to slow build like mm -hmm. everything we've done um in 2021 and all the success has been amazing um and it was quite fast Mm -hmm. But I still want to be able to just grow steadily. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's that's the always the way. I think like uh, that's the right sort of approach to life in general yes. because we always learn. We always, always. learn, yeah. and um, it, it's it's great that you have that also fearlessness to put yourself through experiences. Yeah. and you know uh, this is how you grow exactly. So mm -hmm. you know you you definitely are doing something right and you will will grow for oh, sure thank you um so my last question is like what advice would you give uh to young artists wanting to start making music um now i don't want to give a cliche answer cuz i you know when i listen to other artists and stuff and they're always just giving cliche answers like work hard <laughs> and you know make sure you focus and stuff like that but it's just never it's it, it's, it's better when you kind of give a bit more of an in-depth answer. So mm -hmm. as far as that, I would say um, definitely think about what it is that you are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. I think when you have a clearer picture as far as what you're trying to, you know, accomplish and what you're trying to achieve, it makes it easier to start figuring out the steps towards it. Yeah, so big goal and then build steps in the middle, how to achieve exactly. it. Exactly. Um, taking that approach kind of makes it a lot less overwhelming as well because then mm -hmm. you kind of know, okay, well, well, let me take these baby steps and if I do this, then I can move on to this and then I can move on to this. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really important. I think also finding support is definitely important. And I, it's crazy to me how much um, I didn't realize that a lot of people don't realize how much support there actually is out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, very good point. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say support, I mean, like, as far as just, okay, if you're not in a position to fund your career, then there's mm -hmm. support out there as far as funding. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm not trying to vigorously plug Arts England, but that's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have something in mind, you don't necessarily have to just, it doesn't necessarily have to be musical. You want to be an artist or a singer or a rapper or whatever it is. You could want to start a podcast or you could want to mm -hmm. start a show or whatever it is. They are there to be able to support that. And they, mm -hmm. act, they want to support it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, d taking the time out of your day to just write a little application. And this is where knowing what you want to do comes in handy because then you, you, you pitch that. Mm -hmm. you give yeah. them your idea you tell them what it is that you want to do and they will be happy enough if you're if it makes sense for them to be able to fund that and give you the pot of money to support yeah. that because 
I'm not being funny, but these this day and age is very hard. Things that it's it's hard. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's overworking. There's not. It's very expensive to live. So it's like yeah. if you have the opportunity to be able to find that support and use that to build your career, take it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say to find the support and also just um, don't be afraid. I think everybody's afraid to just kind of put themselves out there. But it's like you know what? Forget what other people have to say just go yeah. for it you're gonna make mistakes not everybody is perfect i think we live in a world where everybody expects everything to be perfect straight away and yeah. it's just it's it never not, is <laughs> it never is it's, yeah. it never is and you and it, i think people actually like to see growth yeah so yeah just just go for it yeah yeah, yeah oh my god thank you so much for all your pieces of advice Ooh, that's um, definitely me. sure that you know whoever is listening to the podcast like you know conversation with you was so empowering for myself i'm not musician not a musician but like mm. just listening to you i was almost like absorbing your energy <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for that uh, and um uh yeah where people can find you I'm all over social media. Um, I, I do have an official site, so Um So Instagram, Twitter, it's all Cillaray. So C-I-L-L-A-R-A-I-E. Because I know a lot of people think it's Ray R-A-Y. But yeah, R-A-I-E. Yeah, all over. Okay, thank you so, so much again. And for, um, please, please keep up the great work, oh, Thank you so much. All the best. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you, Silla. Thanks. <laughs> Rhythm life, rhythm life, rhythm life, rhythm life.